What's going on everybody welcome to film code we are super excited because we are going to be discussing the fourth episode of wandavision my name is phoenix cloud and i'm joined by two of our co-hosts and they are also super excited about talking about this particular episode nathan how are you man i'm great phoenix thanks for asking so excited to talk about wandavision we finally have some answers but i'm doing fantastic it's always good to Talk movies and TV with you guys. Absolutely. And also joined by Nick Spain. Nick, how are you, man? Doing well, Phoenix. Thanks for asking. Um, super excited to talk about this episode. Like Nathan said, we finally get some answers. So I don't know what we're going to talk about for our theory section because <laughs> the theories are kind of out the window. So maybe we'll find some new theories. Absolutely. There, there is a lot to talk about when it ter- in terms of that. But like both these guys said, we finally got some answers. And we kick off with, I think, the opening, which was was probably one of my favorite things ever. Spoiler warning. Spoilers. Yeah. If you clicked on this episode, you will be spoiled. So I sincerely hope that you have already watched WandaVision episode four. But uh, we kick off with the return, I guess, as, as, as it was. For me, this was the best because uh, I've been wondering if they were ever going to dive into that five-year period of, of you know, what happened to all of these people and to all of their friends and family, you know, during that time, they don't really go that far into it, but you see a bit of it, like, we, we coming out of it. So we get Monica, is it Monica? Yeah. Monica Rambo. We get Monica Rambo coming back and, uh, and in the hospital and it's just, chaos and everybody's wondering what's going on and she thinks she's been gone for like 20 minutes and she's been gone for five years it's like such a like jarring moment so i want to know what you guys think of that that opening scene yeah i thought it was awesome the way that they showed her physically coming back together Mm -hmm. just like how the snap happens and everyone turns to dust it's like the reverse of that like dust forming a person back together it was so cool and it was it was realistic i feel like i mean we're talking about superheroes and people <laughs> snapping into dust but in this universe they've created it seemed realistic because we saw the heroes on the battlefield at that same time coming all back to fight thanos well what about normal people and that scene with the hospital it just felt so realistic to what this world would have been at the time people popping out of nowhere hospital rooms being over flooded, overcrowded. I know there's one uh, small scene where she's just walking or running and, and someone pops back in right in front of her and she knocks him over. And I was like, 
I feel like that had to have happened. What about people that disappeared on planes? Mm -hmm. Then what happens? They come back Uh, and there's people, there's way too many people in the plane or people that were driving their cars and they disappeared. Or they just pop up in the air and then there's no plane there. Yeah. (laughs) So like this was interesting. It was so cool, of course, in Endgame to see all the heroes come back, but it was also just fantastic to see what it was like for a non-superhero to come back and what that looked like. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm always a, a big fan of, of side stories because I just think they build out the universe so well. I mean, looking back at, at the Mandalorian, like all that we've seen in Star Wars is, you know, the Empire versus the the rebels and the New Order versus the, you know, the rebels and everything like that. And we don't get to see what that's like on a, on a smaller scale. Um, so I think... It was fantastic to see, like Nathan said, normal people getting blipped back and and seeing like what that was like and and all that. I th- I think the small stories really helped build the universe, and that's exactly what it did here. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like that was just, it was so so cool because we're seeing regular people and like I love what Nick said. Like you know, if you were on a plane and you got blipped out, <laughs> you just come back in the air. Like yeah. that would that would be terrifying. Like I feel like that's one of those unintended consequences that the uh, the Avengers didn't really think of. It's like it's like oh we'll just bring everybody back, you know, not worried about you know we're not changing anything from the past five years. And I was like, okay, well that could be a problem. Like like it'd be a major problem. But you know he didn't want to lose his daughter, so it was a very selfish reason. Uh, and you might end up in a situation where you you end up killing more people than you saved. So, <laughs> like, yeah, there's yeah, they, that. They should have said, said, we'll bring everybody back, but then they wake up in their beds. Yeah, something like that. Because uh, that was, that was, that was, that's an unintended consequence. I think that's hilarious. But, um, yeah. So we get Monica coming back, which was, a, which for me, I want to know what you guys thought of this. I thought it was a strange place to start this episode because we saw in the beginning, oh, sorry, in the last episode, you know, the last thing we see is her getting pushed out of uh, Westview. And, you know, I, I figured they would start there. That's where I figured this would, would, would come together. But instead we go back to this moment that she's, you know, dusted back into existence. I, like there's so many crazy elements of that entire, just that entire part. And I hope they dive more into it but um we also get to meet sword i guess i have so many questions about sword i want to know what you guys thought on sword though what did you think of the new i mean to to go off your first point phoenix i actually really liked that they started i feel like if they would have done anything else other than blip people back um maybe it would have been a little confusing but i feel like that opening sequence was just fantastic to where it was it was well deserved i mean we kind of knew the whole episode where it was going to lead and where it was going to end um so i kind of enjoyed the journey there um i'm i mean we'll talk about it about it later but i really enjoyed that i really enjoyed them bringing back like smaller characters like um the main girl with the glasses that we spent a lot of the episode with i forget her name but she was in um thor and then um Agent Wu was in um, one of the Ant-Man movies and 
and the card trick. I feel like those, <laughs> those were just like super cool additions. And again, like just little things connecting it to the MCU. I mean, I think it's, it's Nathan talks about, I mean, I'll let Nathan talk about this, but um, our, our characters, our main characters didn't, weren't on the screen the whole entire time. And I know that's your pet peeve. Yeah. So for to have a whole entire episode to where it wasn't focused on them, I think it really shows the strength of, of the story that they've built. Absolutely. It shows the depth of writing when you can, it's mostly talking about movies, but it can work the same for these shorter TV episodes. I, I can't stand when movies in particular, every single scene has the main character in it. Even movies that I absolutely love, I still knock them for that. Mm-hmm. because it just shows you don't have depth in writing you can't give your supporting characters a scene and expect them you, you don't trust them to carry a scene on their own but with this episode of wandavision they gave it to supporting characters not even supporting characters they give it to characters we haven't even seen inside of this show characters we haven't seen in years movie wise mm-hmm. and they do a fantastic job for Monica Rambeau, I guess you could say that that we have seen her in this show. But as far as Darcy and, and Agent Wu and a couple of the higher up sword people, they carried it. Um, I absolutely loved the sword edition, Phoenix. Definitely. You you said this from the beginning, so I'm going to give you credit there. You knew this was coming. Yeah. But they they really did a great job. I love how they gave us answers immediately and. You can rewind the last episode. I said I'd be stunned if they give us answers. I, I just would be <laughs> stunned. And here they are. They gave us all the answers, and I'm glad I was wrong. I'm glad I was. But whether it was who's writing the book mm-hmm. at the end of episode one, well, it was Darcy. They literally gave us that exact same shot. Right, right, yeah. And they showed us Agent Wu communicating through the the radio. They showed it from his perspective. They showed the beekeeper it was great seeing all these answers to what in the first few episodes we were like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> what is and that? The, and the helicopter and the, yeah. the, the drone, you there's, know, even that. There are several examples of that. And it was just, it was fantastic. What's really funny in this, this doesn't even matter, but I just want to throw this out there was when agent Wu and Monica are talking to those two cops about how Westview doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. There was a shot where Wu and um, they, like, Monica asked him where they were from. Yeah, there was a shot where Wu and Monica were on screen at the same time, and all of it, the like our episode just stopped for four or five seconds. And oh it, no, like, buffered a little bit, but it didn't do like the loading circle. It just uh-huh. stopped and then it resumed, and we were like, "What was that? Was that?" <laughs> Was that a stoppage in time? And, you know, WandaVision loves playing around with these types of ideals. And yeah, they been... did it like last episode too, yeah. where, where like they were talking about it and we talked about it in the show. Yeah, and there have been plenty of of movies, like I'm thinking of anything, things, Fight Club, that, that play with you paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and we thought that it was yeah. something in the episode and I was like, wait, wait, wait rewind it and let's see if that actually happened so we rewinded it and it was just disney plus buffering but <laughs> otherwise we would have been here being like yo so what did you think about that little buffer when you first got there like, time what'd you- stopped yeah okay. what did you think about but it that? was irrelevant anyways uh, i i i said in the past i said last episode that 
I was really hoping they weren't going to do a Truman show copy. Right. right. There's just this place and a dome and you can't enter the dome and something's going on in the dome. And while I am a tad disappointed that it does look like it's a Truman show thing, I still am bought into it. I Mm -hmm. would have liked the concept of an alternate reality a little bit better for Mm -hmm. me personally. I just would have liked that better than this dome that you enter and it's this different world. But I I still think they explained everything perfectly. And, and just reiterating, I love that, that we saw all the mysteries in the first three of what's going on. They explained most of them. I I love that. Yeah. And and to kind of piggyback off what Nathan said, I'm actually like excited that, that they went this route um, with, with Wanda. I mean, it's technically not like a Truman show because like she's creating it herself um and everybody else is trying to like figure out what's going on so it's kind of like the reverse truman show Mm -hmm. um but i think just the way that that they went about explaining it and and doing everything i mean based on the the ending of episode three and and on some of the other shots where they're were on the tv screen i figured it was kind of like this um i feel like i even said something about it last episode and the episode before that but um this was kind of my guess and I think that they did it super well. Um, the beekeeper shot, I always loved, like, different angle shots based on, like, who is your, like, who you're trying to focus on. And in episode two, when they see the beekeeper, you see it from, like, Wanda and Vision's perspective. Right. You know, like, you, you see the beekeeper. But in this, it was, like, you're from the beekeeper's perspective, and you see Wanda. And I right. felt like it just made our characters the central characters that we've had for the last three episodes like they are not the focus as of right now which was which was great it's like yeah the fourth episode answered a lot of questions but like i still have so many theories and like one thing i think is interesting is like when they were trying to figure out exactly what was happening uh you know uh, darcy and Wu and all and you know everybody with sword um I thought it was weird. I, I, I don't know what, if weird or interesting is the right word, but I thought it was interesting that whenever Darcy was watching the episodes and at the moments when we know, like, you know, uh, Wanda would either cut time or reverse time or something like that, she didn't get to see those things. Like, it would just, it would just cut out completely. I was like, huh. I, I, I thought that was very, very interesting because I'm like, I wonder why, like, I mean, is it, is she just doing it to, as a TV show? Like, so like, no matter who watches it, they see just the TV show. They don't see these darker elements that are happening inside of it. And she's keeping it that way. So like, that was, I thought that was just really cool. Uh, Well, I do kind of want to touch on that. I, I think this episode is fantastic. Spoiler alert. It's my favorite episode by far. Mm hmm. That's not to say that I don't have one gripe with it. I do think that the whole, like, I I get it. It's a sitcom show, right? Mm -hmm. I understand that. I understand what they're going for. But when they're sitting in front of the TV and they're all like, what what is this? What am I looking at? What's going on? And she's like, they're in a sitcom. And they're like, it's different decades. Why are they doing it every decade? I I just think they could have explained that better. That seems so... Like, oh, yeah, they're inside that dome and there's sitcoms going on. And mm-hmm. I, I just, 
I didn't like that personally. I think they could have explained that a lot better. I don't know. We're just watching a sitcom on TV and they just happen to be people we know. Shucks. Like, I, <laughs> shucks. I just, I think that could have been done better. And really, that's the only gripe I have. It's not like it keeps me up at night. Yeah. I just think the writing could have been a little bit stronger in that aspect. You're, you're actually not the first person that I, I've seen say that. Like, it, I felt like, and I felt this way too. Like the dialogue between Wu and and Darcy, at least in the beginning when they were when they were first discovering like, like this is a TV show, this is what they're doing. It's very on the nose. It's very sort of blatantly explained to the audience so that it feels like, like you know, it's like like catching us up, even though like we we we've been watching, bro. We got it. So like, I guess it's not even a problem with the dialogue as much as it is. Like I'm not sitting here saying that's a bad line, that's a bad line. It's not necessarily that as much as it's just what what am I looking at? Uh, they're in a sitcom. Yeah, I yeah we we know like <laughs> I guess they could have explained that better. These are some of the most intelligent people in this universe. Right. I get that there's supernatural things they can't explain, but it was just, uh, it was, it was just odd. It, it, was, it, yeah, it, was, it was odd, odd wording. Yeah. I, I could totally see that. Um, so what else? Uh, well, one thing that I want to talk about, and this was the, the coolest part of the episode is like we mentioned earlier, like it cut away from the, the scene, like Wanda had her kids and then all of a sudden they were sitting on their couch with yeah. the twins reading and we're like, or watching TV and we're like, Oh, what happened? And we're like, oh, well, we know that there's some stuff that they cut out of the episode that they're seeing. But there's also stuff cut out of the episode that we didn't see in episode three. So and then they finally get into that where, you know, uh, Geraldine, Monica gets yeeted out of the (laughs) the dome. And it's kind of like a, a cool scene because that's I mean, we've seen Wanda be like, with like her hands and like change things, but we've never seen like the orbs that like she's had in in the like movies and everything. Um, And then obviously like Monica gets yeeted out of the, the whole um, universe, so to speak, and then fixes it. And then she sees vision dead with like pale and stones gone. That was awesome. Best best single shot, (laughs) best single shot of the whole series so far. Oh my it god. Was it was so creepy. It was so good too. Like, oh my god, it just came out of nowhere. It's just like the music know, behind it too. Right. It's just like holy like I don't know about y'all. I jumped. I was like, what the fuck? Like it's like I just did not expect that at I all. I think even Nathan were like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> like it, was, it was definitely it was it was awesome. It was awesome. And it shows that Wanda is the outside world that's coming back to her. This reality, uh, this actual reality, not this fake world, is starting to creep into her mind. Yeah. All right. So I do want to discuss a few theories because I feel like feel like while we did get a lot of answers in this episode there's still a lot of questions. So like you just mentioned uh, one I definitely want to ask is, okay, we, when we see uh, Geraldine or Monica, you know, come back out of the uh, out of the dome or whatever, uh, and she says it's all Wanda, like that. The, like that was another line. I was like, holy shit! Like that's really intense. And I was like, um, 
do we think Wanda is the antagonist? Like, is she the bad guy this entire episode? Like, for this show, is she the bad guy or no. somebody else coming up? I think definitely she will have antagonistic flares, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Like, there are situations where she seems like the bad guy because she just wants this reality. But no, I don't. And, and I saw some video, right, after the first couple episodes explaining Catherine Hahn's character. What, what is her name again? Agnes. Agnes, yes. Thank you. I saw some video saying, like, a character from the comic book's name is is blank. And if you take the, the first few letters of that character's name and the last few letters of that character's name and smush them together, it makes Agnes. So... Mm. That right there was like, there's no way that's a coincidence, mm. not a chance. So whether they're setting that character up for maybe Doctor Strange 2, or maybe right. they're setting Agnes up for another show, another movie, I think that'd be sweet personally, mm-hmm. that they set, they almost do like a Thanos Guardians of the Galaxy thing where he's in it, but he's not the villain. Right. I think that'd be sweet. But well, regardless, I have to go with what, what that video says. And I don't remember who, who made it. I'm sorry, but I saw a video that literally explained, you know, this is Agnes's name is, is not just a coincidence. This right. stems from a character in the comics who is one of Wanda's biggest rivals. Mm. And she's been very suspect. So until we see otherwise, I have to follow that strategy. Yeah. Well, Nathan and I have been watching uh, the people versus OJ Simpson. And something that we've talked about throughout the show, I think we're on like episode five, is that they do such a good job at making the villains seem like, you know, the heroes and that we want to root for them, like the Kardashians and Shapiro and Cochran and and OJ. Like they do a good job at making them seem like the main characters and making them seem like... And and you want to root for them. Right, exactly. But you go to the other side and you're like, ah, they're, they're the bad guys. Like... I feel like it's kind of it's going to be like the same thing here. Like we've spent three episodes with Wanda and like we want her to like be happy with Vision and like we think, you know, obviously we've spent some time with her in the movies and we want her to be the good guys, but then we switch over to the the uh sword perspective and then we're like, right. "Oh wow, Wanda's doing all this stuff like maybe she's the villain and like they're the good guys." And like I hope that it kind of becomes this power struggle. Um, between the two sides but to answer your question phoenix there was a theory that i saw that was pretty cool um i don't know how how big this is going to play but in one of the comics um geraldine or or monica gets powers somehow Mm -hmm. and people in the the video that i watched was saying that because of um monica getting yeeted out of the dome she might be getting um, powers and and it might come back and and something like that. Okay, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I would re- actually really really like that. Uh, so Nathan mentioned Agnes, and this was something I thought was very interesting. So like, there's a scene where they're where they are pulling up all of the characters' real names, right? Yeah. Like they 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 find the real names of Mr. and Mrs. Hart, of the neighbors, and all of that stuff. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, but they didn't find Agnes. And I was like, yeah, I, I did notice that. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's a little weird. They didn't find Agnes, and at, at least to my recollection, I don't know if it was like 
I don't know if they put it up there and they just didn't say it, but I didn't hear them come, uh, have a name for Dottie either. I don't think so. Yeah. And there's uh -oh. no way that that stuff is coincidental. Unintentional. Yeah. Wait, did they, did they get the other um, neighbor? Which the one? one? The one that was like sawing. Yeah, the, they did. They yeah, did. Okay. They got him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I still want to know why he was sawing the cement. Oh, yeah. that, that, well, that one still, that still has to be answered is, is why in the first place is Wanda doing this. And I think right. we'll figure that out eventually. Yeah. I, I think it's just cause she wants to live her life with vision. I don't know why they have to play it out in these um, sitcom scenarios, but I feel like that's just what she wanted to do. Like that was just her choice of, of forming her own universe. Is that like, that's, Maybe she like grew up on these sitcoms and she wanted to be part of it. I don't know. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting point because she grew up in Sokovia. And, you know, what I'm saying it's uh, you could argue that, you know, the only connection that she had to America was through these American sitcoms. Like and that just looks like a plush life that she would enjoy. And that was the only, you know, because her reality was horrible. But like these shows showed her this nice you know uh way of living so i think i think that's why she chose to do it that way another another thing that i'd like an answer to i don't know if we will get it is in that first episode when they're at the table and they're asked how long have you been together what where'd you meet things like that how long have you been married they both didn't know and maybe it's as simple as vision is dead so he doesn't really remember his prior life Mm -hmm. And Wanda is just faking not knowing and going along with it. It could be as simple as that. But if she actually doesn't know something in her reality, um, that'd be pretty crazy as well. Maybe that has something to do with Agnes. I'm not sure. Um, but there's five episodes left. I don't know if there actually needs to be a true villain with some true plot. But I feel like there will be because I don't think with what we just saw, like Sword trying to get Wanda out of there, trying to get Wanda in the right headspace, trying to accept her her future. I don't think that can carry on for five episodes. Now, maybe if they do three sitcom episodes with little sprinkles of storyline, it will. I don't I don't know. I don't think there will be five really ambitious episodes left. I don't think there will be. Mm -hmm. But I feel like them just trying to communicate with Wanda, trying to pull her out, sort of trying to infiltrate, whatever it is. I just don't see that happening for five straight episodes. I just don't. Oh, I, I have another question. And uh, I'm curious what you guys' uh, answers are. So we know in, what was it, the first episode, first or second episode, when the beekeeper shows up, right? And Wanda's like, Wanda's like, no, and she reverses time and all of that. So we know that that happens to Wanda and Vision, but when, like in this episode, we see that same segment, but we don't know what actually happens to the beekeeper. So I'm curious right. what you guys think. What are your theories on that? What happens to the bee, to the beekeeper? I mean, I feel like he just goes back into the, into the tubes and eventually works his way out. We just haven't seen it yet. <clears throat> Nathan, you don't have any theories on that? I don't. I don't. Sorry. The, the one thing that that I do want to talk about and and something that I feel like might have a bigger role in the MCU is when they're like, oh, all this energy, like it's 
it's like the energy that came from like the big bang and all that like i wonder how that will play into the mcu in the future and the show that's an interesting question yeah because that would make a lot of sense is if 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 her powers are birthed from the big bang which created you know life and all of that it makes sense and then obviously came through uh I think that's where the Infinity Stones came from, isn't it? From that Big Bang? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so the ether, which allows you to create realities, came from that. It makes perfect sense. Makes yeah. makes perfect sense. Uh, okay, so, so, so many answers, but still so, so many questions. Yes. Uh, I think we got to do it again. Nathan's already uh, led the way. Uh, episode four is his favorite. Where, where... The, Where's the your ranking for the rest of the episodes now? Yeah. Go ahead, Nathan. So mine is we actually did this yesterday. Yeah. Mine is four because mm-hmm. I just it was incredible. And then episode one, I still think is the best. Hooking someone in on the first episode of a TV show is extremely difficult. And though it's the MCU, I think this episode was still strong enough to to hook people in. That was episode one. Episode three, loved it. And then episode two, unfortunately, is my least favorite episode, but that isn't to say any of them are bad. I liked them all. They were all fantastic. Just something has to come in last when you're ranking them. So Mm -hmm. mine goes four, one, three, two. Nick? Yeah, I was going to say mine. Mine's a little different than Nathan's. Mine is four as as number one. Um, Well, I guess I should, should count backwards, but my least favorite is one like Nathan. I liked all these episodes. There wasn't anything wrong with that. One just had the least amount of consequences and the most amount of fun. Um, and now that we're kind of like churning into these consequential times in the episodes, one is just a fun episode. Three is episode three. Um, I thought, I thought it was fun. Um, there was still some more questions. I wasn't a whole big fan of like being pregnant and, and all that kind of Ooh. stuff. Um, but obviously it did lead to some cool things with Monica getting eated and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, my second favorite is two. Um, I feel like that's when the real mysteries kind of start. That's the beekeeper episode and the helicopter and the, the Monica are the, the woo talking to um, Wanda through the radio. And then of course, number one is, is this episode. I am actually going to have to follow Nick on that. I think four, four two one three is that what it was no four two three one yeah that's that's where i'm that's where i'm at um i definitely i i i've grown appreciative of of episode two a lot more since since episode four um there's just there's they set up so many mysteries and i love how episode four kind of just knocks them down one by one but also sets up its own set of mysteries as well um I'm digging this show, man. I'm really yeah. digging this show. This is a very... I think this was a, a perfect start to the MCU sideshows, especially yeah. because we were all like, why are they doing this? What's the point of this? Like, mm-hmm. w- do we really need sideshows for these characters? And I think this was this was the perfect one. And I, I feel like it could either be a bad thing or a good thing because I've enjoyed the heck out of this. And I really hope that more are like this, where they kind of like 
have side stories, answer some questions and, and really entertain you and not just be cash grabs. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. You know, I am the first person in line to just dog the MCU about being formulaic about how the bad guy is always going to lose in the end and the hero is going to walk away unscathed, no consequences and just getting really formulaic. And of course, Endgame had consequences, but wow, that was one in 23 movies. <laughs> Took you a while to get there. But this is so ambitious. This is so different. And I love it. I love that they're being different. They're shooting for the stars. And even if they take a home run swing every single show and they only hit a home run once or twice, at least they're trying to be different. I would rather have Loki flop and Hawkeye flop and Bucky and the Winter Soldier flop, but they be ambitious and they actually tried something different other than the hero always wins, but they're actually trying something different. I love it. And I couldn't agree more with Nick, like this start to phase four is fantastic. We were supposed to get black widow as the start of phase four. She's dead. And I'm sure that will be a fun movie. I'm sure that will connect to the larger universe. But still, this is moving away. This is showing the bridge to new storylines. So I'm glad we didn't start with Black Widow. Of course, that wasn't in Disney's control because of 2020. And also, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to be the first show. And we'll do weekly episodes of that as well. And I'm sure we will have a fun time. But that's this spy heist right i'm not sure that has a ton of meaning for the mcu like this probably will so couldn't agree more i'm glad they decided to make this one the first one some of it wasn't in their control but nonetheless i i'm just over the moon with this show i wasn't expecting too much i was a little nervous going in about what they were going to do but it's been great so far and i hope it stays that way well and also my thing too is is it's kind of like Star Wars where they they have like a repeated story with just different different things going on. Like I hope that the MCU kind of takes a, a twist from from this where they're starting to do these shows, they're starting to be different. Like maybe the movies are different, maybe they're not just good guy, problem, bad guy, wins, hero win, hero wins. You know, I, I hope they, they change the formula, do something fun, do something different. So maybe I'm asking too much, you know. but this absolutely is doing something different, which is yeah. why we love to see it. Yeah. And on top of it all, it's a good show. It's not doing something different. And, and being, it's, okay. yeah, yeah. It's, it's really good. Yeah. This is awesome. Uh, whew, dead vision. I will, that will haunt me for the rest of the, for the next week. <laughs> Uh, that was just incredible. And it makes me so excited because this show is supposed to tie into uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, yep. which is being directed by Sam Raimi, who is an incredible horror director. And it's supposed to have horror elements. So I'm just like, this is this is so br- like, talk about one hell of a marketing scheme. Like if you wanted to get me excited for one movie, let's do an eight se- episode series that loosely ties into it. This is incredible. So episode four, fantastic. It tops all of our lists. We still have a lot of questions that hopefully will get answered in the next episode, but we are going to get up out of here, guys. I've been Phoenix Cloud, and you can find me on Twitter at IMHO Reviews one That's the number one. 
and on Letterbox under PA Cloudin. And all as always, follow the show on Twitter at Film Code Pod. Nick, let everybody know where they can find you, man. Yes, you can find me on Letterbox at Nick Spain. Doing a lot of fun stuff over there. Um, also, we have a new Instagram. Um, so excited about that. Growing slowly but surely. Um, so if you're not following the Instagram yet, make sure you go over and follow the Instagram. We'll be doing fun stuff over there. Also, since I beat Nathan to the punch, make sure wherever you're listening, give five stars. Be a huge help trying to grow our podcast. Also, if everybody listening to this would just tell one person about the show, we would double up very quickly and be able to get to do a lot more cool stuff. Absolutely. My name is Nathan Pig. You can find me on Letterboxd at Nathan Pig. Like Phoenix mentioned, make sure you follow the show over on Twitter at Film Code Pod. Like Nick mentioned, over on Instagram at Film Code Pod. We are doing tons of stuff to interact with you guys, whether we do Q and A's coming up or maybe have you on for one of these WandaVision episodes, watch parties, discussions. There's so much. If you are a film fan, if you're a TV fan, you are missing out if you don't follow us over there on Twitter or Instagram at Film Code Pod. We're also doing a ton of side segments. I just did one on on underrated actors. Phoenix joined another podcast to talk about hustlers. I joined another podcast to talk about the departed. Other than our big side or excuse me, our big massive episodes, we have these side episodes. We collab with others. There are hours upon hours of content for you. Check it out. I know you'll love it. And thank you guys so much for listening.